Meeting call to order. Hi, Danny. Hi. Hi, Danny Marie. Oh, my God. Hello, hello, hello. It's a season finale. Season finale. Are we, are you freaking kidding me? This flew by. This it's, literally flew by. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't this know is our 10th episode. I don't know if I'm ready to take a break. Yeah, but we'll be back. I'm upset. Are you? I, honestly, I like the rhythm that we've got going so yeah. far. Like this is, we've got it cut and dry now. Like this is, this is very easy. <laughs> I feel like my therapy sessions are coming to an end. I know. We're, oh. That means just we're going to have a lot of talk about whenever season two comes out. We just had a whole conversation before we recorded. About, you got here at seven. It's been three hours. It's been three hours. <laughs> we had a whole therapy session. I just have a glass of wine open right now. Uh-huh. We had some uh, pumpkin pie. Uh-huh. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Thanks we for the pie. We had a little, a little Waldorf salad. Oh, so mm. good. I think that's what it is. It's a salad. It's a salad. We just need to eat before these episodes. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Anyways, episode 10. Yeah. Episode the season 10. finale. Season finale. Yeah. Are All we right. ready? What's on today's agenda? For today, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to do the review the footage segment. So Omar and I, we have a little baggie full of um, numbers and all the numbers correspond to each episode that we have put out for season one. So there's nine episodes out right now uh, before this one. Um, and we're going to pull them and kind of reflect and review and ask questions about these episodes. Um, so that should be fun. And yeah. then we're going to just kind of reminisce. I feel like this whole, this is our least structured um, episode for sure. I think we're just reminiscing. We're going to enjoy our hard work that we put into season one. We're going to look back at the footage. We're going to talk about some things that maybe we needed. We need more clarification. Or even you guys the, had an issue with. Or the audience needs yeah. more clarification on. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that, What else is after that? After that, we're going to talk about our plans for the future. I mean, we haven't really laid out what's going to happen with season two? What's that going to look like? Is it going to be different from season one? You know, of course, well, you're going to see a lot of changes and we'll talk about that. Then we're going to talk about, um, a Christmas special that we're planning. So Mariah carries in the air. (laughs) So we will be taking a break. Um, between season one and season two. However, we are still going to release a Christmas special. We're going to give two guys a little episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll be, we'll be here for the holidays. So why not do a little fun episode to break um, break up the the space between season one and season two. We're going to give you something to listen to while you're driving from your mom's house to your dad's house. There it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I think we should just get into it. This is going to be a really fun episode. Okay, let's get started. Okay, so let's start with the review the footage segment. Do you want to pull from the baggie first? All right, guys. So go ahead. We have a little baggie here, um, and it has from one to nine for all the episodes we put out. For our ninth episode, Mm -hmm. and basically we're going to go back and talk about some things. Are you ready? We're going to review the footage. We're going to review the footage. Um, we highly recommend you listen to the entirety of season nine before tuning in because we're going to talk about things that we've talked about already. Literally no fucking joke. <laughs> what do you pull first? No fucking joke. Guess what number is the first one that I pulled? One? No. Uh-oh. What Episode four. <gasps> The trials and tribulations of friendship. Okay. This so episode let's was. Let's talk about this episode. Okay. This episode was fucking iconic. It one, was. One, it was our most streamed episode our because. most popular You episode. guys are chismosos. Yeah. And chismosas. It was literally 
by far it was the most streamed episode of the season so far. Two, it was a lot of scandals. <laughs> it was our longest episode too. It was our longest episode, I think. Um, the Trials and Tribulations episode definitely brought out a different side to us. Mm-hmm. Um, where we really had to get real with ourselves. At we least for at least for me, yeah. I had to get I had to get real with myself. Yeah. Um, I'm more per se like. I've had this conversation with myself in my head, mm-hmm. but this is probably like the first time that I've actually had this conversation where I've, I've voiced what I've thought. And then I've also shared it with somebody else mm-hmm. and you know, you and I jump back and reflect on it. Yeah. So if you guys don't remember the trials and tribulations episode, basically it was a trials and tribulations of friendships where we talked about the different types of friendships that you need to have in your life. I think it was the five different segments. I know there was like five types um, of friendships. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was like work friends, there, situational, there was situational, lifelong, lifelong, and then some other ones. Yeah. And then we got into some stories about our friendships our old friendships and how they fell off. Mm-hmm. And basically within these episodes, we kind of just shared like very intimate moments, very emotional moments. I think more for you, you had a very, um, I don't, I don't want to say graphic, but it was a, it was a very intense story that you shared with us. Yeah. Um, being that it was so intense. And I very remember, personal, yeah. I remember you saying that you hadn't healed from that yet mm-hmm. and that you need to go to therapy, you know, it's it's very i guess how do you say this it was very um raw brave. Very raw real. it was br- very brave of you though to not only mm-hmm. tell me record it and then share it and publicize this mm-hmm. so how did how did you feel sharing that story with us about your you know your friendships episode um remember before we started recording like we recorded that episode like at 11 p.m at night yeah, and I think we finished like at one, two. One or two. Yeah, it was it was a two hour episode. But prior to that, I was I had like a pit in my stomach before we recorded because I was so nervous about talking about it because I'm not dumb. Like I know whatever I say, it's going on a platform where anybody and everybody can listen to oh, it. Absolutely. And I was I was worried. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. Like. I'm worried about backlash. I'm worried about, you know, how people will see me, how people will perceive me. Because when I talk about this, I get emotional. I get, you know, the, the emotions come back, you know, even though it was so long ago, like those feelings are still there and they're very strong. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So I was very, very nervous during that episode. Um, I remember like I had to like what I did during the episode. I remember sitting up really straight because I didn't want my voice to like, crack to like wiggle like you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean yeah i didn't want that to happen so i remember like taking literal physical control of my body and being like we cannot move like we have to sit up straight talk from our diaphragm just because i was i was just very nervous about it would you say that's a coping mechanism of yours no i think i was just trying to like put up a front and be like i can tell this like i don't want to come off as like scared put up or so like worried. Put up, when you say put up a front do you mean put up a front to your audience or to me or to yourself probably to the audience because yeah. i know how i feel i'm not worried about how you you know perceive, perceive it, it as exactly I, I know you wouldn't judge me off of any of yeah. that i think it's just the audience like i didn't want to come off a certain way and weak? i weak uh whiny um reminiscing on the past and dwelling on the past like i don't want to be that girl who's like why doesn't she shut the fuck up about this already like 
I didn't want to come off as that. Yeah. And I probably did, but no, I think, I think it was very genuine. I think it was, well, clearly from our analytics, a mm-hmm. lot of people tuned in and a lot of people wanted to know. Yeah. So I will say that it, it wasn't just you like reminiscing on the past. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wanted to know, they wanted to know the story. They wanted to know the situation. And you know, we, like I said, we've seen where you streamed and where you listen. Mm-hmm. So we know who wanted to listen in. We saw everything. We saw. <laughs> um, it doesn't mean that, you know, like we're we're judging you. Like we, yeah. we know that there's some conversations, that there's some stories that we kind of heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like heard from friends of friends. And so for you to actually, like I say, publicize this, tell your story and, you know, be raw about it. I think it was amazing because we get to see another side of you. you know, yeah. We get to see the side of Danielle where she's not so strong. And yeah. she's not, um, you know, like girl. You boss. Could, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you come off as somebody who knows what the next step is going to be, mm-hmm. like what is always ahead of you. And for something that was very much out of your control, how you handled it mm-hmm. and you know how you really are. Not so, as graceful as it, as it seems. Yeah. So I, I honestly really enjoyed it and I and our audience enjoyed it. I know we got a lot of um, comments and not backlash. I got backlash, but I'm saying like you got, <laughs> I had comments about your story. You know, people like people were empathizing with you mm, okay, and sympathizing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because it, it's, it was a very hard story to tell. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think, I think you did amazing telling it. Thanks. You didn't have to tell it. You didn't have to, you know, go into detail because it's very triggering. Yeah. But to say, you know, that you did it so gracefully. Now you talked about it so gracefully. Maybe not the actions that you took. No, no, no. I definitely was a bitch about it. But (laughs) I tried to tell it being respectful and controlling my emotions as I could. Probably didn't come off that way. But trust me, that was a way dialed down version than what I felt. A whole dialed down, summarized story. Like a, what, 20 minute story of what happened in a whole year. Yeah, exactly. So, no. I I love that episode. Honestly, like. It, it's up there for top, not because like I got to talk my shit, but just because like it, the roller coaster that we went through during that episode was so fun. What'd you it, was. No, it, it was, <laughs> I just got a text message from your ex. <laughs> um, that's why I made that face. But no, going back to episode four, it, it was, it was, yeah. I think, I think what's most important. Well, for me, what was really important and what like was really like I opening is that we got to talk about the study of the five different types of friendships you that need to have in your life. That was something different. And I absolutely loved it. It was it was very educational, not uh, just yeah. for our audience, but for us. Yeah. Um, a lot of people love that segment. I loved it, applying it, that to our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not just kind of saying how we feel, but actually giving our audience evidence, um, you know, stories, studies. They can plug it into their lives very yes. easily. And you guys can definitely connect with that. But I yeah. think that episode alone it was very i think it was kind of hard for me really and like i said going back to what i was saying in episode four i think it was it was very hard for me to um live this situation mm-hmm. and see the type of friend that i came off as at it's the very time hard to, or to the type of friend like that, that you know that i had in my circle right. and um seeing that you know i wasn't the best friend best friend i'm not i was not like you know the most developed friend at the time Mm -hmm. and i think i think you can agree it's like you we have these people in our circle and it doesn't always Mm -hmm. go the way we plan you Mm -hmm. know it's almost like you have you have future with your friends 
Yeah. You have future ideas of what you expect your friends to be in these next coming years in these in the next cycle. Like I, th- I think you and I can both um, agree that in high school we were both like, okay, well, me and my friend are going to go to this college together yeah. and do this. And Absolutely. Like, you know, stay connected and Absolutely. You know, live a different life. So I think having that episode really reminded me of like, it's never in your hands. It's you are only in control of how you can handle the situation that you are in. Yeah. So episode four definitely really. It was a turning point. Yeah. I think that was the first episode where we really got deep because before that we were just like doing surface level conversations. Yeah, and that was a very, that was a very deep level conversation. Episode. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time that had happened and it was received pretty well. Somewhat. With one exception. With one but exception. But I really love that episode. What's the one exception? What's... Let me pull from the bag. Let me pull from the bag. You want to go to the next episode? Uh, <laughs> pull from the bag, Danielle. What's next? Because okay, let's reminisce on, on another one. I'm on some wine, and I will talk some shit. Yeah, let's just let's just move on before. What I get is crazy. on the next episode, or what's on the next um, agenda? I guess. Okay, we're gonna review the footage. Oh, we didn't even review footage from episode four. Whoops. Let's review the footage. Review the footage. <laughs> The only thing that comes to mind mm-hmm. like whenever somebody does something to one of my friends or there's been you know something happened some guy fucks them over some girls talking shit about them my mind automatically is like i don't want them in in my life anymore like yeah they you don't know me you knew the old me yeah and that old me is somebody that i am no longer comfortable with that is not me i don't associate with that that doesn't represent me and the fact that that's all you see of me is mm. really uncomforting to me I feel like I have a sense would, of security yeah. with all of my friends. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say a sense of security no. just for the lifelong friends. That's comfort. I literally have like a pit in my stomach right now talking about do this. You? I really do. Do you not want to talk about it? No, I definitely. I I'm okay with. I'm gonna talk about it. It needs to happen. All right. Grudge and it you can hold a grudge for real. Yeah. I love that about you. <laughs> That's my you, favorite thing about you. <laughs> I think you remind me to be a bitch. <laughs> okay. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Anyways. Let's move on to the next review of the footage. Um, I pulled three. Episode three from the bag. What was episode three? Episode three was relationship talk. Oh my gosh. So that episode, episode three, we talked about our current relationships, the craziest date stories. We gave you guys some advice and you guys also shared your craziest date stories with us. Oh my God. I love that episode. This one was fun. I I loved hearing the crazy date, uh, crazy date stories. What was your favorite moment from this episode? And then roll the clip. Let's do that. My favorite moment from this episode. Uh I'm trying to think. I I think I'm going to say is that submission that we got. uh, (laughs) Where they were, where she was like, um, I went out on a date with this guy he wanted to take me home so we could do the nasty. And then I pulled up and his wife and kids pulled out. You know what I'm saying? I love that one. What was yours? It was also a craziest day story. And it was the one. <laughs> it was like a sentence long where it was like pulled up on shoddy and she had Anne one shorts on. So that's 
Did we? I don't know if we put that in the episode. I hope we kept that in. So if we oh didn't, um, I don't remember if we didn't put that in the episode. Mm-hmm. We got a submission and somebody <laughs> said, I pulled up on Shoddy and she had and one shorts like on. The basket, like And one as in the brand. The basketball, sh- like apparel so so let's paint the picture funny. for it and i know exactly who it was once i got the submission i knew exactly who really? it was yes who was it i told you it was three it was a long time ago this it, was october 3rd it was a <laughs> the fat ass stomach <laughs> i love that episode that one was my favorite <laughs> let's review the footage review the footage podcast by apologizing to all the men out there who eat candy i didn't mean it personally to go see this movie and and one thing about me i'm not gonna allude to it (laughs) i literally went go ask her on a date but anyways on the first date i brought him a whole last carrot cake no you did not on the first date on the first date a homemade carrot cake Uh, i don't need this like especially from you do better yeah please what the heck so what about you what was and you'll never guess why she left. It's because I'm a Gemini. Oh! And not just any Gemini, a May Gemini. A May Gemini. Do you see what you're talking about where they're just kind of like, oh, this my man, this my man, that. This yeah. and that, we're like this. Right. But it's like, girl, who are you? One of my icks is guys who are super, super corny. I call them cornballs. Oh my God. <laughs> Being crazy, but now we're not friends anymore, and I'm really glad that we're not. Huh. But yeah, that's my that was my least favorite. <laughs> Dude, the relationship episode. Let's talk about it. Okay. I this is where we talked about our relationships too. Our current relationships, mm-hmm. our love stories. Our love how stories. How we met our partner. I will say I got a lot of shit about this episode from really? my family. What? They're like, I can't believe that you would make a whole like care package and uh, a, a carrot, carrot cake, cake this on carrot the cake, first date. Yeah, the carrot cake has been a subject of discussion for a lot of people since this episode aired. And you know what? And I made this carrot cake for Danielle's birthday party. I didn't get a fuck. I didn't get one slice of it you though. Didn't? No, Harley ate it all. Oh, I did. I'll make you another cake. I had one bite. <laughs> it was really good. I wouldn't know. I don't know either. I just know. <laughs> I just know in my heart it was good. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so like I got I got a lot of I don't want to say hate. I got a lot of comments in regards to, you know, doing this doing for, the most. for the first date. Yeah. What do you think about that? Now that we go back to telling our story and you know me and my relationship, what do you think about all of the gestures that I did? That was a lot. You think Omar? It's crazy? I don't think it's crazy. I just think it's a bit much and maybe just don't don't do that. <laughs> I'm being for real. I think it's it's like showing a lot up front. Remember how we said in the in the um, myths and misconceptions how you shouldn't work like too hard in the beginning of your job because mm-hmm. then it shows it like sets a precedent for the rest of the relationship. Same mm-hmm. thing for a first date. You shouldn't go all out on the first date because then they're gonna expect that the rest of the relationship. What if I give you everything on the first date and I give you nothing after that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like that's what happened to fucking Edgar. On my on our first date, he opened the door for me uh, to the car. He's like, "You don't have to open doors around me." Literally, that's <gasps> what he said. This man doesn't open a single door for he me. He doesn't now. even drive you. He doesn't drive me. I drive everywhere. But he's a, that's, pas- that's he's a passenger princess. Literally, we tell him that all, I'm like passenger princess. Ew. Do you want a little like a little light, or do you want a little seat cover? Like, what do you need? So like, but honestly, you wouldn't. 
if you went on a first date and you got a little carrot package and a carrot cake, you'd be like, what the fuck? No, I think it's really cute, but that's because I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> Same here. I was really into that fruity frou-frou shit. And, and now then I, we share bills and I'm like, yeah. what's romantic is you paying the bills. Literally. Pay, no, take me out to dinner and pay the bill. <sighs> that was a good episode, though. That was such a good episode, I think. Um, for me, the relationship episode was very much, um, I don't want to say it was a hard episode for me, but I say it was, it was something for me to talk about that was, it was a little difficult given that I'm, I kind of like publicized my relationship, my first, my first real true, like queer love story and, you know, not ever really publicizing it on any other platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, like nobody really knows about my relationship they just know like surface level stuff so for me to come on here and talk about you know like my first real real queer dating Mm -hmm. experience like Mm -hmm. that was my first real date yeah with another guy putting it on our podcast and then you know telling every detail about it yeah i would say it was kind of hard for me i was like very hesitant to see if i really wanted to talk about that because you know, I just you just never know what to expect. You right. Know? And so I'm I'm glad that I did. I think it was it's it's funny now, but like I like we said, I'm kind of like an open book, but I'm not. Right. Um <laughs> and so that's something that a lot of people don't know, but I I definitely wanted to share. I think um sharing that I think it's well, I think it kind of like it shows a hopeless romantic in me. Absolutely. Which is a side that a lot of people don't know. Exactly. Like a lot of p- people probably didn't know you were in a relationship, like a long-term relationship. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, for you, like it shows kind of like the journey mm-hmm. where you've gone. I think for mainly for you, it shows like, you know, you didn't just somehow end up in this situation where you're at, like you and your partner, we worked hard. You guys worked Both hard. Both of us. Like, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about when you guys were living in, like, Long Beach. And, like, a, was it a studio or, like, a little one-bedroom? Like it was a, a, a one-bedroom in the Section 8 neighborhood. Yeah. It was so bad. We had white people coming to clean our neighborhood. Like, white people in neon shirts from the church, they would come to clean our sidewalks. I was just thinking about that the other day, and I don't know why, but I was thinking about the, like, how much you guys have progressed since mm-hmm. then. And I was only, like two three years ago that was three right? three or four years ago at this point yeah you guys were living in the, you guys were living in the head in this literally little, in this little ghetto apartment i never visited it was a dungeon it was a little dungeon i remember you had like like, one a Har- like a Harry Potter door and one window. <laughs> My car and would get broken into street parking. Yeah. <laughs> did your car get broken into? Yeah, it did. So, i think for you going back to that episode episode 3 to share that you know, your relationship episode, you and your partner having a vision, having a goal, and now, you know, living in a very prominent city, very mm-hmm. sought out city together. Um, it's honestly like the real love story. Like, it's honestly amazing. I love it. I love it. I love, you know, thinking back at where you guys started. Edgar brought because this up. Because of me. Shut up! Do not take credit for it. You're so annoying. I did. No, you literally did though. We wouldn't be here without Omar. I know. Anyway, for real, for real. Go ahead. Um, Edgar brought this up during my birthday dinner. I think I talked about this during one of the episodes that came out. Yeah. Um, I think the audience Q and A. Um, but during my birthday dinner, Edgar like had talked about this. He was like, one thing that you know I really appreciate about us is that, um, 
you know, we've had this journey together. Like we've had so many firsts together. We went to college together. You know, we graduated. We got our degrees. We got uh, really nice jobs. We've moved up in apartments. Like we have a dog. Like all of these firsts. Um, and I bawled like a baby. Like it's, it's nice to reminisce on those things. But we really did like work hard and like have nothing. And like it, it's just crazy to see the progression. No, and it all started from that relationship talk that we did episode three like it all started because omar was like come on this hike with me and this dude and i was like mm, no and then it ended up going anyway and now this is where this is the outcome of that and maybe that sparked his like start for his speech for your birthday <laughs> maybe, maybe this episode was a reminder for him you know what i mean because this came out on the third and then yeah maybe he was like you know what like yeah yeah this is but it's true, like, I I love it, and I just... He loves these podcasts. I love... I know he does. He listens every... As soon as it comes out, he's there. Well, not right now. He's sleeping right now. No, but like I said, I, I do love, you know, the journey that you guys have gone through, and mm-hmm. it's, it's honestly, like, it gives me hope. Shut up! <laughs> no. But, I like, I like you guys are very successful individually and together. Together is ridiculous. And, and yeah. I... And that's like a real relationship, like a real love story. Yeah. You guys did first together. You guys, you know, have progressed. And like I said, you guys started from the bottom. And so going back and listening to that story, your relationship story, how you guys met, it's it's always so like fun for me to listen because like I was You've there. You've been there since from the beginning. Because I was there. Yeah. And I have my own idea of it. Right. But to hear your side of it to hear his side of it it's like oh yeah like i you know i forgot about that part (laughs) i forgot this little moment or you know that's not something that i would have remembered but it's kind of like i'm like watching a 3d movie yeah you know what i'm saying like i like i know what to expect yeah but it's always these little pop-ups to where i'm like oh yeah cool oh yeah i love that okay relationship episode that was a good episode Uh, honestly if you our new listener to our podcast, and for some weird reason, this is the first one you're listening to. I think episode four or episode three would be a great first first episode to listen to. Okay, after this, let's rank our episodes by... Um, best to worst? Least to... What is it? Least to best? Worst to best. Worst. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> next episode. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Okay, the one that I pulled is number eight, Crazy Eight. <gasps> myths and Misconceptions. We just filmed this one, the Myths and Misconceptions episode. This I is, love this yeah. episode. I feel like they're all my babies in different ways. Oh, yeah. These are all our children. Like, for sure. Um, let me look back. Let me see who is my least favorite child. I already know. Which one's my least favorite child? Six. Episode six. Mm-hmm. Episode six was the audience Q and A, and you guys could definitely hear my tone in that. I was like, "Yeah." They're giving no. second. It's giving second child. It's giving stepchild. <laughs> the myth and misconceptions episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came out not too long ago, and I already forgot about it. It came out literally a week today. So tell us, what did we talk about for the myth and misconceptions episode? We. Talked about a lot of hot topics this one. We talked about myths and misconceptions um, pertaining to relationships, careers, success, and friendships, I believe. And we had some pretty hot takes. It's so funny. I, I sent you a picture. My aunt, um, Aunt Germaine, she FaceTimed me and she showed me a notebook. And she said, I literally pulled over while listening to the episode 
and started writing in this notebook all the notes that I wanted to talk to you about Period. about the episode. And she literally did. We were on the phone for like two hours. And she was like, yeah, what did you mean by this? Like, what did you mean by this? Like, What did she ask? She was asking me about um, a lot of things. One, for the generational thing. Like, when I said, she's like, what did you mean when you said, like, what is this obsession with breaking of the youth? Because that was a, a myth or misconception that we had broken, like, that you have to work hard in your career in the beginning to like progress anywhere. Like yeah. that's just standard. And I was like, that's not true at all. I was like, what's this obsession with breaking the youth when they're like starting at a new career? Like why do millennials and and um, boomers feel the need to do that? Yeah. And she was like, I don't understand that. Like, da, da, da. and I was just explaining to her, how I was like, it's really not necessary like to it's not. give somebody bitch work and do it. And I mean, her conclusion was like, I guess in all careers you don't have to do it, but she's a nurse and she was like, I don't know, as, as a nurse, like it's important to like do the bitch work and change bedpans and, you know, do all these nasty, gross things that nobody wants to do because it? it's though? fundamental to your job, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's a millennial way of putting do the bitch work and shut up about it. Yeah. Maybe that's just like the format that they've like pushed for. That's like the agenda. The agenda. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Like it can be like why can't everybody do the why can't a doctor clean a bedpan why not yeah it reminds you of the fundamentals as you say exactly exactly no well another thing um in the during the myths and misconceptions episode that we kind of got i got some heat for was brandon actually said he was like damn danny you really gave edgar a hall pass in that episode that's what my brother said that is not what i did my brother, my brother was like no, she gave her boyfriend a hot pass. No, I didn't. And I was like, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. If you know me, you know that shit doesn't fly. Like, I'm very. Let's just say your man don't go out without you. And when he does, you know exactly where he's at, what he's doing. What he's doing, who he's with. And exactly. if he tries anything, you have his Amex. So <laughs> who really has more to lose here? Exactly. He gave me his Amex with unlimited credit. What am I going to do? You play your cards right and I'll play mine. All right? That's all I'm saying. Let's go shopping. Because <laughs> I know how to spend an unlimited amount. <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to find the limited. <laughs> but yeah, people were like, and I remember like when Omar was editing that episode, I was low-key like, kind of freaking out about it i was like do i come off as like a dumb bitch in that episode like saying no but my boyfriend can cheat on me if he wants i but, won't leave no but listen that's the myths and misconceptions about this episode mm -hmm. and you know the backlash that we might have got the comments that we might have got in regards to the cheating segment mm -hmm. it's the reality of relationships honestly and that's what we were saying and it's and if for those people who are like oh well you know you like if you're like you say like do i come off as a dumb bitch or people may may think of me as a dumb bitch but no in the reality it's like in a woman's mind and a woman's perspective mm -hmm. not just a woman because i can agree with you yeah and i can find some truth behind what you what said, said yeah. and what we were talking about theirs has nothing to do with you being a dumb bitch you giving your man a hot pass the reality of this conversation is there's a lot of things to lose yes and it's not as clear and cutthroat as, you know, these women these days make it to seem. Mm -hmm. We are not going to. It's a lot harder for us to move out to, you know, find your own place to find yourself again mm -hmm. um, in this relationship. And like we said, it's not a hall pass. It's not. We're not condoning cheating. It's that conversation that people are not having to where 
you're not having i guess you're not having with your friends yeah because you're gonna tell your friends oh yeah no girl like i'm gonna leave or like you know like you and i would say like yeah like oh we're for sure gonna leave yeah but the reality is and the truth is if you can say you know what if i were to face this i don't know if i would leave right i don't think i would leave that's the truth Mm -hmm. that is a real conversation that you and i had because i can agree with you Mm -hmm. and i don't think you're a dumb bitch i don't think that you gave your man a hot pass i think it was a conversation where we really thought about it deep down and we were like you know what who are we fooling you know what i mean this is what this is what might happen that's exactly what it was it was like at least we're we're being realist that's that's exactly what it was it wasn't like oh girl power girl pussy boss like yeah i'm not gonna go over here and spew this 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 shit that i don't truly believe in if i don't truly believe in this or i don't see the thing is i have trouble thinking or saying things in absolutes like is it an absolute that i will leave my boyfriend if he cheats i'm not i can't i can't say that for sure i don't think anybody can and if you can then you're delusional whoops whoops but it's or you aren't invested as much or you just don't care because once you've built a life with a person it's way different than your boyfriend lives at his mom's house. You live at your parents' yeah, house. Yeah, that's what and I'm we, saying. And he cheats on me and we break up. That's Obviously, what I'm saying. Obviously, anybody could do that. Going back to episode, was it three? Or episode four about relationships. Episode three. Going back to episode three, you know, we're talking about the relationship, the foundation, the journey that you and your partner have had, mm-hmm. the success that you and your partner have had, um, both as individuals and, as to, and together, and where you guys are at now. I know from what I see, because I'm here, what, weekly? Yeah. Or you're at my house. Yeah. I know you a lot more than a lot of our viewers. So for you to say, I'm not going to leave, and for me to call you out and be like, I don't think you're going to leave, it's because I see your guys' dynamic. Yeah. I, I know the journey that you guys have been through together. It's easier for our audience to go and, you know, see you on a surface level on Instagram and be like, oh, well, she looks like a dumb bitch or vice versa. Yeah. It's because they don't see what I see. Mm-hmm. And so I called you out, but I called you out because that's the reality of it. It's true, though. And if you were to say the same thing about me, I would agree. It's exactly. who We're not fooling. We're not trying to fool anybody. And we're not definitely not going to fool ourselves. Shit. In front of each other. No, man. <laughs> no, man. Cheers to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it. your relationship when you get older and you're an adult, you have an adult relationship it gets to a point where we are more than just boyfriend and girlfriend at this point. We are life partners. Edgar and I have built a life together. It's not, he's my boyfriend and you know, I like to have him around because he's nice to me and he's sweet to me and he buys me things. No, he is my life partner. We are setting up and forming this life together and creating this life together. And it hopes for something more and hopes for something more. And if something was to happen where he was unfaithful or if he was to cheat, it would a thousand percent turn my world upside down. Can I say I? It's just wrong. I can't with confidence say speak in absolutes about this subject. I really can't. Of course, can. no, of course. Um. However, this doesn't mean that I'm a chill girlfriend who lets her boyfriend do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm a crazy bitch. Of course. Edgar doesn't. When he does go out, I'm looking at his location. I'm texting him. I'm asking when he's gonna come home. I'm texting his friend. His one friend. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys eating? Where are you going? When are you coming home? I'm. That's funny. I'm very territorial in nature and insecure. Like, 
and and also I can sp- I can say these things because I have confidence in my boyfriend that you have he confidence is in your relationship in my relationship I am so secure in my relationship relationship I can say something like that I know Edgar would never cheat on me he can't lie he doesn't he's so he's such a realist he'd rather just tell me straight to my face I don't want to be with you anymore because I want to fuck this other girl he would do that <laughs> before cheating on me for, okay, for real yeah. for real he would never go behind my back and lie to me because that's the type of person he is he would come to my face and say Danielle I don't want to be with you I'm not attracted to you I want to fuck this other girl he'd do that before cheating on me period so I can say he, che- he can cheat on me and it won't happen you know what I mean yeah, of course. And I can say that with an absolute. This man will never be unfaithful to me. And I'm not going to make myself look like a dumb bitch right now because I know he would never, ever, ever, ever do that. Damn, you gave your man a hot pass. <laughs> that's, and that's what they took away from that entire, oh my God, your man could cheat on you. No, 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 no. no. But definitely, I mean, that was just, like I said, that was just one of the segments that we really talked about. And I, and I really wanted to talk about that because like I said, it was. It sounded pretty it bad. It creates con- controversy. It creates conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like, if you're really listening, and if you're really um, listening to what we say, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna think about it, and you're actually gonna be like, you know what? I kind of understand where you guys where you guys are coming from. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was that was not the whole episode. The you know we talked about mis and misconceptions about career friendships. Um, success we, we got, actually cut something out of success did we yeah we did we did because i sounded like too much of a bitch we did cut something <laughs> out of no we didn't cut something out of success we cut something out of friendships <laughs> we did so um so I'll, I'll it was my segment so i'll, I'll speak on you it tell me what did we cut out danny this is some uncensored shit right here so episode eight myths and misconceptions we cut out a certain missed myth and misconception about friendships i think it was just the portion where i was talking because i believe you spoke on it a little bit like you left that part in when you edited it it was about friends i cut it out oh okay it was girls bitches with no friends are weird no it wasn't that no no no. it was about um i'm I'm just gonna say it go ahead you said you cannot have fully formed and like you need you cannot bitches who are not Ugh, you cannot be friends with bitches who are f- not fully formed or there developed. it was that's i think that's what it was so basically we were talking about friendships and we were talking about you know in groups and mm-hmm. you know the type of circle you want to have and and basically what you had stated in a comment is like you cannot be friends with bitches who are not fully formed developed and kind of have a goal and i and you kind of or adults or act like adults yeah 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 and, and you, i cut i asked omar to cut it out because i'd listened to the rough cut and i said no i'm really not comfortable with that um being in there i think i sound too bitchy yeah it it came off really bad uh, my tone was just my delivery was off um i think but that's the thing is like you know like but i still stand by it <laughs> throughout, no no throughout the season i feel like a, a very big concern was for well a very big concern for you was is my tone too strong am i coming off too bitchy right and like i think like i said in episode nine or episode eight i'm like this is how you just talk to me correct this is this is our our dynamic Mm -hmm. so for me when i'm listening to it i'm not hearing oh she sounds too much like a bitch or she you know she's just being fucking rude i Mm -hmm. think i think that's just our dynamic and i and that's 
that's how I've always known you. So I, I don't think it's anything bad, but you know, um, it sounded a little bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion, you sounded like a fucking. In, in bitch. conclusion, it sounded a little bitchy, but ta- I mean, now that we're bringing light to it, what do you mean by that? Okay, so now that I'm in a more calm headspace and I'm not all hyped up on other myths and misconceptions, I was honestly speaking on one situation because I think I have a really good radar for friends, um, and I did. It was was it coming out of hurt then? I don't think out of hurt. I think it was just coming out of pettiness, to be honest. To be spite, really fucking honest, out of spite, out of spite, out of pettiness. Because I have recently, not recently, a couple months ago, I dropped a friend because I didn't like how she was acting. Of course. And it came out that that spitefulness and um, resentment kind of came out during that segment where I was like, I can't be friends with bitches who aren't fully formed. Um, because I but was, it was, it was, it was only directed towards one bitch who was yeah, fully formed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't have that like going through my head when I'm meeting girls. I'm like, are you fully like? Do you have everything? You're do you have not, a 401k? You're not checking off a fucking list. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going through like, do you have a 401k? Do you have a job? Do you work only weekdays? You're not like a weekend worker. Like, I don't do that. You know. That, that's not my... St- I don't have these crazy high standards You were just being petty to be petty. I was just being petty and it came off really bad so we cut it out. But, um... And, and that's all it was, really. That I just didn't like how it came off. But this was something I actually wanted to bring up. This is great because of the missing misconceptions. I remember, um... During... I think when Harley was here, he... We had talked about it. We are like, why do people read my tone as cold and Let's bitchy. Say it. Tell me. But when Omar is saying the same things as I am, it's funny. It's hilarious. No, and we did say this. We said this off off, off the podcast. Off the podcast off yeah. recording. And I was like, you were you were you were jumping or not jumping, but you were tiptoeing around the answer. Uh-huh. You were like, oh like why <laughs> you know, I don't understand why people like, you know, they, when they when I say things, it comes off as super bitchy. But when Omar says it, it comes off super funny. Right. And, you know, like, uh, like <laughs> it's just kind of comedy. And I'm like, bitch, it's because I'm fucking gay. Omar, what's he goes, it's because I'm gay. No, I was like, <laughs> just say it. It's because I'm gay. Like, you know, I think obviously there's, there's, you know, um, I don't want to say like background behind. Obviously, you know, like the gay man is always just saying like, a bunch crazy of outlandish crazy thing shit. yeah and like he can say it because he's gay no that's not my hall pass yeah but i feel like that's just me as a person correct i'm, I'm not saying like i've always been like that and yeah. i feel like maybe that's kind of the persona that people perceive me to have but they expect it from you and they you know what i'm saying like and going back to that mis- and misconceptions about you and i people perceive you to be like this very like cool sweet girl mm-hmm we didn't say that in the episode, but um, you give it just as much as I do. I, yeah. It's just not expected from you. So maybe that's why it comes off as like cold and bitchy. It's expected for me because mm-hmm. I'm gay. Correct. So, and which I, which I don't really like, but yeah, you know, that's the truth. It's, there are those, 
those notions and there are those mm-hmm. um, stereotypes about, you know, just being super like a super flamboyant gay man who, yeah. just, who just does not give a fuck and says everything super blunt. Crazy. I think I'm yeah. I think I'm blunt because I'm me. I'm not because I'm gay. Not because it I, doesn't come. It's not a package deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think that's the reality of it. No. And I'm usually if I'm being blunt, it's because I honestly care mm-hmm. a lot to say it. I've learned to just not say things if it's if I don't need to. So if I'm actually saying things um, and being blunt, it's because I honestly do care. And I want you to, I want to be real with you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be real with your friends? Exactly. So, but that's the truth. I know we were talking about that. And, yeah. you know, like a lot of people give you some backlash because they're like, well, she's kind of like being a cold hearted bitch. But yeah. It's like, I think it's just me rubbing off of you. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> Omar's just such a big asshole that it rubs off on me the sweet kind little girl i think it's vice versa <laughs> i actually think that you're the asshole and i'm just like this sweet little petite <laughs> man you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh my god yeah i think we're both bitches and it just it just creates it's a a festering of it's a bitch fest here but you know what i like i said i really I loved the myths and misconceptions episode. We really liked I'm, it. I'm going to say like, it's kind of like my middle child. It's unexpected. It mm-hmm. is. Um, it's, I don't want to say unappreciated, but it's just cause it's new. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she's the youngest me child. Me being the middle child. Yeah. You don't expect these things, uh-huh. um, but they give you something different. Yeah. That one was, Oh, it was totally random idea. Like we came out of that out of nowhere. I would say we found it on an article. Astrological aspect. (laughs) I would say this was the Aquarius of the season. (gasps) Danica's gonna love that because Aquarius (laughs) are so individualistic Mm -hmm. and they are so different from the crowd. They're like a black sheep. Whenever Danica watches, she's like, "Mm -hmm. "Yeah, Omar's onto it. Yeah, he knows." No, but it's true. It's true. It's like reading into (laughs) astrology, reading into like, I, I can just think of Aquarius. Yeah, they it's are different like you know yeah. like everybody's lined up one through ten mm-hmm. um aquarius is in line a through z and it's only a so yeah. i would i would say that's that's the myths and misconceptions episode for me roll a clip let's roll the clips um and the truth is omar is not like that he's very approachable i actually saw this for the first time uh, (laughs) last weekend at my birthday party they think that danielle is like this party animal like she uh you know just from your like social media from like your instagram and your twitter like Mm -hmm. she has a drink in hand she's just kind of a vibe (laughs) she's always I think a lot more people stay with their partners than leave. That could be because of dependency. That could be because of an unsafe relationship. That could be because of children. That could be because of shame. That if Just, you're smart yeah. enough, you can find the cheat codes. That's the thing. To cut up. That's the thing. Why are we still using like these old techniques? Why are we still using these techniques that boomers started? If you have no friends, something is wrong with you. Yeah. I don't think it's a myth. You don't think it's a myth? I think it's true. If you don't have friends, something is wrong with you. Of course. I think it's a myth, okay? Ooh, girl, you you just want me to throw shade right now. You the- just want- <laughs> I love that episode. Anyways, <laughs> what's next? I pulled number one. 
one. <gasps> oh, number one. Our that first was our, episode. That was our baby. Meet your host. Meet your host. What did we even talk about? That was released September 19th. So three months ago now. What, what did we even say? We our- talked about how we ended up making the podcast, where we're at now, uh, X. We did 20 questions where Ooh. we just like talked about like phobias and stuff. Oh my gosh. It was a long time. What did we do? I feel like that's such a like it's a uh, bad episode. Amateur <laughs> episode. Now I want to go back and listen to it. No, no, no. The first like 10, 15 minutes of that episode are so bad. Really? The jump cuts are bad. Like we, we, we edited a lot on that episode. And it's funny because that episode took me the longest to edit. I think it, that shit took me three days. Yeah. Back to back to edit. But you were go. You were like putting in hours every day. I did. I think I put like eight hours every <laughs> day. <laughs> that episode is not our best, but it's our oldest. She she was our first one, and it was received very well by the audience. Surprisingly, like everybody loved it. Looking back, like we did pretty good for our first episode. We did really good. I remember people saying, you know what, like I remember getting a lot of text messages yeah. that day that we launched, and a lot of. Um, you know, calls, messages, mm-hmm. basically saying like, hey, like you guys, you know, you guys are doing a lot better than you think. Yeah. And you guys are giving us really good content. Not just that, the flow, the flow. I think at first you and I didn't know our flow. We've had our, we have a flow, you and I just naturally, mm-hmm. but to put it on, you know, to, in put, a it, structured to conversation. put it in a structured conversation and to yeah. actually record it. Now we have this flow like nothing. Literally nothing. We don't have to think about it. I want to go back and listen to the first. It's so bad. I want to go back and listen to the first episode because it's like I'm looking at our outline and we were like so super detailed. Now we have like, like, you know, like fucking bullet points (laughs) and we just go off that. We just have talking. You know what I'm saying? But going back to our first episode and going back to the journey from our first episode, we um doing our our marketing doing our photo shoot doing our first outline i remember going to your house the first day and we were like what are we going to talk about what are we going to do what are we you, doing you know doing our first photo shoot together <laughs> that was so fun our first photo shoot was so fun we, we only got two good pictures of you you hated all of them i hated all of them um but in reality it's because i didn't wear any contour any foundation <laughs> um but i you know i will say like going back to the first episode it's mm-hmm. I will always love it, even though I don't know if I'll listen to it again. I will always love it because it, our first. it shows yeah. our kind of our drive. It shows like the journey. The passion uh, was coming out of that episode, even though we were a little nervous. So much passion. I think we were we were nervous of what people were going to tell us, like expect of us. Yeah. And then I think after that, we were kind of like, fuck it. We're just going to have fun. Yeah, we we're like, we're we just going to do this. We don't care. Anymore. We don't care what people think. Um, We're doing this because it's fun. And that first episode was, you know, it was a road bump. It was our, our first one. We didn't know anything about podcasting or anything about talking in an outline or keeping things organized and entertaining. Um, was this the episode where I said that one of my ex was guys who eat candy? No. Was that that was a relationship two? episode. Was it? I think it was a relationship episode. Yes. Oh, well, that Let's was. speak on it. That was the hottest topic of Wait, the season. Wait, did we already have, we already talked about the relationship episode. Yeah. We did. It was the hottest topic of the season. Everybody was so pissed at me for roll saying the, that. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. Or what did she say? Pull the lever, Kronk. Pull the lever. <laughs> we are both 
very opinionated people who love to talk and are a little self-centered and <laughs> we just love ourselves so much. Get over it. Drink some water and freaking sell my boyfriend. Like, don't be weird. No. Like, literally, who's coming? I hate that text message. Whoa. Who's going? Is it a problem if somebody else comes? Is that what, like, that breaks down to? But to be honest, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to be a celebrity. Really? Always wanted Who to be Who did you a... look up to where you were like... Anyways, going back to what you said. I still stand by it, okay? Look, I, I remember, like... <laughs> My coworkers, they were like, Candy Danielle? Like, what does that even mean? Like, what are you talking about? I still stand by it. And we broke it down. My manager actually helped me break it down. I was like, is it because it's childish? Like, do you see it as a childish thing? And I said, maybe that's what it is. Like, a man desiring a candy. A sweet. A sweet. Is childish to me. God forbid your man becomes a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It's just childish and unattractive to see. And that is why, that, that is that ick explained. And if that's misogynistic and, oh, she's blinded by the patriarchy, fuck you. Stop eating Sour Patch Kids. Does your dad eat candy? Um, Or no. just popcorn? Pop, he loves popcorn. Huh. No, I don't think he, he like... He likes chocolate like a real man. He doesn't eat like sour Skittles. I hate chocolate. It makes me break out. <laughs> I literally came over with a bag of Takis, a muffin. A pumpkin cream cheese. I forgot to buy some Sour Patch Kids. I would have bought some. That would have been perfect for this episode. But yeah, that was like the most controversial thing. But which is crazy because I think in that same like, episode, I talked about I don't like religious people. Or like people who are like overly religious. And no, make we talked about a lot of things. And the only <laughs> thing that came out of that episode was this bitch doesn't fucking candy. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck, what is your problem? We said so much in that episode. We talked about a lot of things, and I love how literally, I almost want to say, like, the highlight of the season was, I don't like guys who eat candy. Literally. They were like, who does this bitch think she Get is? off my fucking back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. I still stand by it. I don't care. Going back to episode one, Danny, what was the favorite, um, what was your favorite moment from episode one? Um... I don't honestly I can't remember episode one. <laughs> okay. My favorite thing about episode one was talking about our first impression of each other, like the first time <gasps> we've seen oh, each yeah. other. Um, and I talked about how the first day when you had walked into the ASB. You commented on my ponytail or my hair. Your hair and how it was like moving back and forth <laughs> all in one. Um, basically like walking into like the first day of Leadership. ASB. And just, you know, just basically, like, being such an eyesore and, like, just standing out. No matter what, like, even if it, like, did not mean having the best ideas <laughs> or um, for any reason, like, you made yourself stand out. And I just remember, like, I can clearly remember looking at you walking into the class at 7 a.m. with so much energy. And I'm like, who is this bitch? Like, I just, like, I just remember, like, you had... So much enthusiasm, so mm -hmm. much energy. Like you were like ready to do whatever needed to be done. I wanted or to whoever needed to be done. Okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, that was like, <laughs> that was my favorite part about the first episode because. That it, was really cute. It, it shapes, you know, like we're not, we're not just like low key half ass friends. No, no, no. Yeah, we, exactly. We know exactly. Yeah. 
from the beginning. We've seen each other at our worst. In detailed, at our worst. Yeah. Then and now. Then and now. <laughs> and I'll have a drink to that. He's taking a drink. <laughs> yeah, I I think episode one holds a special place in our heart at the end of the day. Um, I probably won't listen to it because it, it's kind of I don't know if I can listen to it. To. Is it going to be cringe? I think we might cringe at it. Oh my God. Are we at that point where that developed? We're like, we're going to cringe at our first episode. Oh, uh, Ew, why did we sound like that? No, we're going to have a listening party. Oh my God, can we please listen to the first episode? That'd be so funny. Let's do it. When you come back from Florida. 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 All right, ready? Yep, what's next? Next episode. Episode five. Family ties. Oh, the family ties episode. People were mad. Were they? Oh, yeah. Um, Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, so during the Family Ties episode, we talked about our families. We talked about our experiences being raised in a single parent household. We talk about our experiences as a older and middle child uh, amongst our siblings. We did some funny stories um, relating to our siblings and then family X. That's what we did during that Ooh, episode. This episode. <clears throat> what was your favorite moment during that episode? Um, my favorite memory so far, I will say, um, before I go ahead and say what my favorite memory was, I will say that this episode was probably the hardest episode for me to film the whole season. Really? Uh, I don't know if you can, if you go back and listen, you might be able to hear me, like my voice cracks a Mm -hmm. bit, just a bit. Um, I remember sitting here and episode five being the most vulnerable episode for me absolutely that was your episode for sure but i will say my favorite thing talking about my family ties episode is just kind of one talking about uh my dynamic and the relationship that i have with every single body in my family Mm -hmm. i remember you know people from your family had asked us questions and then we did the q a episode and we got i got a question where it was like how how is it that you guys have these conversations without having like, you know, like, like hierarchy. Yeah. Um, and so like, I think it really point painted a picture for the audience that mm-hmm. my family is very different and, yeah. and uh, that we, um, we kind of respect each other all equally. Yeah. And so I really loved talking about that because I've never reflected on how, the dynamic in my family is so to say it as best as I could I don't think I said it well enough but I know what I meant you know what I meant yeah so I I think that was my favorite thing and then obviously just talking about my mom I think always talking about my mom and her journey mm-hmm. and you know where she is now and how she became the woman she is now I absolutely love talking about it for some reason it just fascinates me and it and it reminds me that you are never too old to change your journey mm-hmm. to change your goals and to always do something new so i i like i love talking about you know my mom's journey it just it just refreshes me that where i'm like okay you can do more than what you're doing now because right. you know your mom has done a whole like 180 yeah so i think that was probably like one of my favorite parts about the episode what about you my favorite part of the episode? Yes. Well, first I want to speak on on your your portion because I feel like you your presence was dominant in this episode. It was a lot. I But I, that's because like you were more willing to open up about your your family and your dynamic and all of that. I don't know if I was I don't know if I was planning to open up that much, but I kind of I think it just happened. Um talking about well first talking about my mom. 
Um, and you know, like how we grew up was one thing, but I remember getting a phone call from my mom the next day and she's like, you know what? Like for me to hear you talk about your father that way in a non disrespectful way Mm -hmm. and to just tell his story without bringing him down and, you know, like just speaking about it very clearly. Yeah. It was crazy for her to hear that because Mm -hmm. I've never once really said my father's story talked about him in this way um i've always refused to do so right and so like i said when i'm when i'm doing when i did this episode it was very vulnerable for me because i wanted to give my audience the truth yeah and i wanted to be as real as possible not be one-sided um and kind of just you know give the truth without there being any how would you say just like being very subjective yeah i wanted to be as neutral and as clear as possible so my mom she calls me and she was like it was just kind of weird but like also in like a very positive way for me to hear you speak like that very about mature. Him. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't think i would have been able to do it without the development of previous episodes yeah do you get what i'm saying absolutely i think like we've slowly built our confidence and we're willing to put out more because at the beginning, you can kind of tell we're kind of reserved and very cautious about yeah. what we're saying. Um, but I feel like as a entire season has progressed, we're more willing to put everything out on the table. Um, so what were you going to say about me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that I really like that episode. I More so because of, of your portion, being yeah. able to talk about your family dynamic. I think that is a take that not many families have yeah. if any honestly and just to hear you speak on it and everybody get something uh, you know their takeaways from it it was really really cool actually like that's not the outcome i was expecting from the family ties episode like yeah i really really enjoyed how our audience reacted to it at all. like that that's like the main thing that i really enjoyed about it was how everybody took it i will say this was my f- I don't want to say my favorite, but it was one of my favorites because everybody in my family connected it, connected to it mm-hmm. individually. Um, each one of my siblings called me and, and they were like, you know, I cried. Um, I talked about my sister. Mm-hmm. Both of my sisters, I said something about my brother, you know, like within the first three minutes, he was like, I cried. I'm going to start crying right now. <laughs> um, you know, my mom's like, I just cried throughout the whole episode. Um, and it, it was just... For me to talk about it and, you know, to publicize it and talk about our family, they I don't I don't think they knew what to expect. Um, and I don't think they knew or they thought that I was going to, I guess, speak so highly of them or speak. You know what I'm saying? Tell me why. Because I, I asked my dad because I mostly spoke on my on my dad yeah. during that episode. And my dad, I had called him like a week after it aired. And I was like, did you listen to the Family Ties episode yet? He was like, I did listen to it. Um, and he really, really liked it. You know, he, I don't know if he expressed to me or my aunt, his sister, she was like, yeah, your dad told me that he was like a little bit nervous about that episode because he didn't know what I would say. Yeah. He didn't know what I was going to say, Yeah, but he really liked it. And I think my favorite part honestly was talking about Danica, that entire episode, that entire episode. I talked about how Danica would help me sneak out. Yeah. And did he say anything about that? I, Funny enough, I asked my dad, I was like, did you listen to the episode? He was like, yeah, I really liked it. And I was like, you liked all of it? He was like, 
well, I didn't know that Danica was helping you sneak out of the house. He's like, yeah, we're going to have a talk later. Like, <laughs> being funny, but, like, he had no idea. And that had come to light because of the episode, which I thought was hilarious. And Danica was so mad. She's like, why'd you say that? They didn't know about it. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys are grown now. Yeah, it's no big deal it's now. Just, it's, I think it's just, like, that's one, that's, like, one of those things, like, it's so funny to, like. It's hilarious. Finally say it. Yeah. Finally say it because you have nothing to lose. You're I not have be nothing punished. to lose. Yeah. I love that. I still, to this day, when I go to my mom's <laughs> house, I still do that. Like, I will say, like, hella out of pocket shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> from back then, because I know, like, my mom's not going to do anything about it. Yeah. But I, I love the Family Ties episode. I think it was, it was just the most vulnerable episode for me. Yeah. We for actually, you, yeah. I actually cut out, like, a very good 15 minutes. Really? Um, in that episode, I don't know if you remember, but this was actually after my brother's wedding. Oh, Before yes. he had announced that he was having a baby. We cut off that, yeah. We cut out 15 minutes of it because I was talking about him and he hadn't announced his baby yet. Mm-hmm. And I unknowingly talked, talked about, about it, it. <laughs> before. I thought that, you know, they were going to announce their baby yeah. before. So I took it out. And basically, he was like, well, what did you say? Like, I want to know what you said. And so within like those 15 minutes, I was just basically saying how I remember, you know, being in the car with him the day before his wedding and we were going to the mall. And I was just telling him, like, you know, like in this moment in time, like because I I like I like thinking about astrology and looking into it Um, like in this moment in time, like for you and your sign and your placements you are to be expecting really good news like you know a new job offer a new potentially like a new i didn't say it but i knew like you know a new baby coming uh, yeah family member and so i was like you just got like a lot of big news like you um it, there's just a lot of good news coming your way yeah and, and i remember that you know later that night for the rehearsal dinner he was like you know like i have been wanting to tell you but I needed to wait. Like, it was just, like, driving me crazy that I mm-hmm. couldn't say anything. So, for me, it was, like, it was just so crazy and surreal to see, like, in the astrological aspect. For me to see, you know, like, my brother is getting all this good news. Mm-hmm. Um, in which he got, like, a new career path. Not career path, but he got a new promotion. And then he got um, and the announcement about his child. So, for me, those 15 minutes, I was just kind of talking about, like, how reassured i am in astrology yeah for that reason that he told me this and i I was telling him before i knew about the baby like oh like you know you received a lot of good news this these last two three weeks this is what it is so and this is what it is so basically like for that family ties episode it's even more special for me now because i i knew but i didn't know yeah what to expect and so now we're expecting that's so sweet anyways let's let's (laughs) <laughs> what is it we love that episode we love that episode the family ties was a very good episode give it a listen episode five what is that playback playback <laughs> when i think about family and i think about my family i think about our the dynamic that i have with my siblings and with my mom omar and i both for a time were in single parent households And I think we got very different experiences from it. When I wanted to sneak out, Danica, I would recruit her help. My older sister, she'd be like, this is my little brother. He's gay. Oh, 
I'm like, okay, is that my personality? Um, but I think the most crazy and amazing thing about that whole weekend is at the rehearsal dinner, they announced that they're having a baby. Oh, you said you texted me. You're like, I'm sobbing, bitch. I'm sobbing. I was crying. Like my face was puffy. I was oh. red. <laughs> Anyways, what's next? All right. I pulled number six. Seven. What was number seven? The Halloween episode. The Halloween special. What do you think about this episode? I think it's funny because (laughs) um, so after we released the Halloween episode, um, I talked to my mom. So my mom is a religious listener, Mm -hmm. and she was like, "What do you What do you mean you practice witchcraft?" What do you What do you mean by that? Tell me what, because I remember you saying this, and I was like, I did, first of all, I didn't know that about you. I didn't know you had an interest in it or that you'd done it. And then in the episode, you're like, yeah, I did it like at home. And I was like, your poor mother has no idea you were doing witchcraft in her house. And then I wonder why we got um, you sleep, had bad energy there. Yeah, like energy. Mm-hmm. We had a sage. So I like throughout this episode, I I was just laughing because it. For some reason, I don't know why, maybe because this little gay boy was watching Charmed (laughs) when I was like eight years old. But I have always had like this really big fascination with witchcraft. So when my mom listened to this episode, I was like, I wasn't worried, but I knew she was going to feel a certain way. Yeah. So for her, she was like, "Um, what do you what do you mean? Uh And I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, like I would look up spells and I would try them. (gasps) Oh, (laughs) my what was you the know, spell you would try? There was, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know that there was, like, for sure, like, a height spell. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, oh there God. was a money spell that I tried, and then there was, I'm trying to think. There was, like, I almost want to say, like, um what was it a love spell wow i don't even know what i was asking you were cooking i don't know what i was asking for (laughs) clearly clearly (laughs) i don't know what i was asking for at the time but um yeah i mean i just you know i just looked up websites i looked up so i think the halloween special was funny i really love the conversation about sleep paralysis though yeah a lot of people were spooked by that um danica was like <laughs> danica texted me she was like after i listened to your sleep paralysis episode i can't she usually sleeps with the sleeping mask um and she's like now i can't i'm too scared to sleep with the sleeping mask on <laughs> after your episode <laughs> and she was like bro why did you bring up like the hand and stuff like i totally forgot about that and now i'm scared like poor danica i re- i triggered her <laughs> oh also people a lot of backlash on this episode because Omar got the plot line of Coco wrong. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Because you said that they live in a town where they make guitars and people are like, they make shoes, they make shoes. I got like three texts from people being like, oh my God, it wrong. They make shoes, not guitars. Da-da-da-da. Okay, but I'm Mexican, so it, you know can- what I mean? I was it like- cancels out. <laughs> oh my God, I'm roll like the clip of that. Roll I'm the like clip. you're one of two Mexican friends. So <laughs> I'm dating one. He's not your friend. <gasps> He's my best friend. He's my best friend. I thought we said your boyfriend can't be your best friend. I know, I know. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, what's the next play, episode? Wait, playback. Oh, do the playback. I, like, truly, I truly believe 
I come from an ancestors of witches because oh? no, because I be manifesting. I feel like we woke something up in your house. Shut up! Don't even say that. I'm just kidding. I'm just Get kidding. that out of here. Get that out of here. Open your windows. And I remember feeling somebody laying on top of me, like parallel to me, mm-hmm. like they were laying down on top of yes. my body. Yes. <laughs> What's the next one? God. Episode six. Oh, the audience Q&A. Oh, the audience Q&A. So this episode, <laughs> what we did is we opened up a poll for our audience to ask us a bunch of questions. We got a lot. We got like 40, we got 50, like 50 questions. We got like 50 questions. Yeah. You guys asked us a lot of questions. I think there was some, you know, even though we did a relationship Q&A, we got some relationship Q&A questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did we get? I don't even remember. Um, I think the energy was really down that episode. Like we were not. I think that was the episode that we released like on a Tuesday or something, right? Yeah, it was one of one of these episodes we released late. A day late. But um I will say guys, the relationship or the Q&A episode was probably my least favorite. Same here. Um our we, energy was down, the content was eh, eh, eh. The questions are okay, I guess. I like, don't I don't even remember like my favorite question. Like, I can't either. <laughs> so, I will say do better. <laughs> yeah okay good to know you know what we needed to do that because now we know we can't do an audience q a questionnaire like episode we can't make that a whole episode maybe like a segment for on one episode sure but not an entire episode of q a because i think that was our least streamed one as well like i think that was our least popular episode of the entire season yeah anyways sure. i was not a fan but no. we had to do it we did answer some of your guys's questions so let's go ahead and move on Play it back. My favorite thing about you, Danielle, is that we have basically grown up together and like gone through a lot of firsts together. On Twitter, somebody made a whole thread uh-huh. of how Avril Lavigne has <laughs> been. Um, she's been replaced. She's been replaced with a new Avril Lavigne. <laughs> that's the only conspiracy theory I can think of. And that's where we lie on that spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like the middle of the night, and I was watching a VHS tape of Elmo, and it ended. And I wanted to switch it to the other VHS tape, but I didn't know how. I got in trouble from my mom (gasps) because one of my friends was dry humping another one of my friends in the living room on (gasps) the floor under some blankets. My first impression about you was that I thought you were the stuck-up, too cool, and too, in quotations, popular to talk to type of person. I get it. I know. I'm self-aware. I know how I am. I wouldn't date a Libra. You're not the worst of the worst. Really? No. You're up there, but you're not the worst. (laughs) Anyways, what's on the next one? The next episode is episode nine. Episode nine? What was episode nine? Breaking down breakups. Ooh. Breaking down breakups. This is the one we just put out um, today. We're filming this on Monday the 14th. So So this one came out today. Breaking down the breakups episode was very much. It was a very. I think it was a very hard episode, but it was. It wasn't hard. I think it was no. fun. Okay, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So the Breaking Down Breakups episode, Danielle and I actually filmed at my new place. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved, guys. I'm not going to say where, but I moved. 
Um, <laughs> and I made a little charcuterie board. We made some pasta. You had some wine. Had some wine. A lot of wine. So it was a very fun vibe. And we kind of got into the breakups, the different types of breakups. And do's we, and don'ts. The do's and don'ts of breakups. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Um, our ranking from the types of breakups types of breakups from best to worst yes and then what and then we got into like celebrity breakups or what we thought would be like a a breakup dynamic so oh we did personal stories and audience stories personal stories so within this episode we talked about your breakup and then we talked about more of like situationship talking stage for me like Mm -hmm. i have not really had a significant breakup i've had um break moments within mm-hmm. my relationship but i haven't had a breakup so i will say i may have said something wrong around the lines that your ex-boyfriend did not like your prom dress. <laughs> and so let me clarify i said i thought it was him i'm not sure didn't you say it was actually i think it was his friend that said this that's fucking crazy i don't know i don't remember but i know somebody told me this Anyways, so going back to this episode. What was your favorite part about it? Ooh, I think my favorite part about this episode was ranking the different types of breakups. Best to worst. Because you and I, like I said, you and I, we ranked the different types of breakups differently. Mm -hmm. You ranked them by. How quickly you'd be able to recover from it. And I ranked them by. How it affects your mental health. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of shows the type of people we are. No, literally. It shows that. I'm a type of bitch to get over it and move on. Yeah. And you just want to protect yourself. And literally, I'm the person that's going to like, I need to recoup myself, Mm -hmm. my ego, not even my ego, but I still like, I just need to recoup myself. Yeah. You're like, bitch, I got it. I need to see. How long it'll take me until I how can many, move on. How many dicks I can suck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, episode nine just published. Yeah. this one, My favorite part of the episode was our do's and don'ts. Because we came out the gate fiery. Oh, no. Okay, so we did. The first, like, 15, or 20, 15 to 20 minutes of this episode where we do the do's and don'ts, we're harsh. We're going. We're on fire fire i just like the energy it was fun there was there was um, a do's and a don't that we did have to take out because we did cut it out we did cut it out because somebody said i was being too harsh it just sounded like a little too much <laughs> i am too much do you want to say what it was then um, say it okay i'll say it. say it basically what i had said was in this time and age from what i've seen in relationships for my friends I said, do not let, do not let your partner manipulate you into staying because they said they're going to harm themselves. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. I see it a lot within my friendships, more within women trying to break up with their male partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that the suicide rate is much higher for men. Mm-hmm. So I have seen so many times these men say, you know, well, if you don't stay with me, I'm going to harm myself. Yeah. And basically my comment was, do not let your partner manipulate you into staying because they say they're going to harm themselves. I was a little harsh, so we took it out, but I still stand by what I said. Yeah. I mean, it was a valid point to make. Like, 
I was just being a little bitch. It, it came off a little wrong, yeah. The delivery was a little off. But that was because we were all excited. You're off the wine. I was off hella wine. We had prosciutto. I was off hella wine, hella prosciutto. <laughs> Don't give us prosciutto. Hella charcuterie. <laughs> like, I made the cutest charcuterie board. It was yummy. It was, like, nice and cozy in my apartment. So we were feeling, like... We had stomach aches afterward, though. Oh, my God, no. So we, so we, I made Danielle a black truffle pasta dinner. It was so... Dinner. It was a fettuccine Alfredo. Oh my god, the chicken! Can we talk about the chicken? The chicken was bomb, and then you put in cherry tomatoes in the sauce. I put cherry tomatoes. Yeah. I put a couple season mm-hmm. seasonings, Italian herbs, and then I made a black truffle pasta. So I have a dairy allergy. I'm Dan- lactose intolerant. Danielle's lactose intolerant. So <laughs> we ate this. She went home and she was speeding home. I had to speed I went through the to canyon, sleep and I woke up like at. 3 a.m. and I was crying because literally like my body is not does not process dairy. I was sitting up in bed because I didn't want to throw up. <laughs> I literally Me had to prop too. my pillows and I was like sitting in bed. <laughs> this is what I fucking get. This is what I fucking get. But Anyways. the breakup episode, I really, really enjoyed. Like I the really, energy was so good that episode. I will say, do you think that was your favorite episode or are we going to go back to this? We'll, we'll reflect later, we'll but to this, this is top this is my top three for sure yeah i just felt very good talking in this episode and i'm really proud of it i feel like it was i don't know if it was the most intimate but i feel like it was so fun it It was was so fun it was i think that's why we two friends off some wine and charcuterie yeah today like i said today we had wine pumpkin pie (laughs) a truffle or what is it a waldorf salad yeah oh my god what's next cue this is our last oh yeah cue the clip cue the clip I want that validation immediately. I need a rebound. I'm a yeah. rebound girl. I am. I, I'm admitting it right here. I don't know if right it's here. rebound. I think it's like just validation and feeling cute. It's just fine. Yeah, I definitely need attention afterward. Not me. <laughs> At all times. No. I don't want to talk to nobody. Really? I don't want I, I don't want validation for anybody. That's interesting. Anybody. I want validation for myself. Good. But how many times are you going to beg? How many times are you going to ask him to stay? Oh, my God. You don't even want to know. How many times did you ask him to stay? Are uh, you calling me a whore? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying not everybody's got a piece of this pie. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's not a great pie. A bit. <laughs> I feel like this only might work when the relationship is. No, I think when the relationship is long overdue. <gasps> That's Do you get what I'm correct. saying? I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Because for you to have a mutual understanding that, hey. You had to have been feeling this something. Is, this isn't something that I'm really yeah. enjoying or something that I'm liking. This. Imagine. Yeah, I'm not into this. <laughs> I was in a six-year relationship and I found out he was cheating on the first day of the vacation he treated me oh to. Oh, my God. I broke up with him in that moment and had him buy me a flight home first class. Yes, I was heartbroken, but at least I left in style. Period. Taste, taste, taste. All right, let's move on. So this is the last episode. What is it? Episode two. Moving to LA. Moving to LA. Oh my gosh. I I remember this. This was our second episode, and people had said we we sounded a lot more confident in this episode, um, compared to the first episode. This. this <laughs> do you disagree? Was, th- no, no, no. I I do agree. This episode was very interesting, mm-hmm. in terms of I guess content wise. You and I had very different approaches to this episode. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if people really in, enjoyed what we had to say. Yeah. It was kind Understandable. of. It was kind of a little. Um, <gasps> Wait, this is the episode where I said, guys who buy candy is the ick. 
Is it? Yeah, I'm reading the outline right now. Are you sure? I, I'm reading the outline. I talk about Greek life involvement, people who are too religious, and guys who buy candy. That w- Those were my icks of the week. Guys who fucking buy candy, Danielle. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, that was episode two. But what was your favorite part of this episode, if you remember it? Uh, my favorite part of this episode was talking about my favorite L.A. moment mm-hmm. and basically uh, remembering when the Dodgers won the World Series. Oh, yeah. And I was in Echo Park at the time. I was watching the baseball game and basically once they won, the streets like just flooded mm-hmm. with, you know, local people. Obviously, you know, Echo Park Silver Lake is facing a lot of gentrification right now. Yep. And so... For me to see when the Dodgers won the World Series, you see kind of like this collection, connection of those who are being gentrified and Mm -hmm. the gentrifiers coming together on the streets just to celebrate something so uniform. So I really enjoyed that day because you kind of forget what's going on and you just kind of celebrate a win for L.A. Yeah. So I will say that was my favorite part about the episode. That's honest. I've never had a day like that. It was honestly fucking wild. <laughs> what about you? My favorite part of the episode was when you went on your rant on Hailey Bieber and her brownie glazed lip gloss And trend. I'll do it again. <laughs> my aunt, she was like, I don't know. You guys were like beating down on like white girls in that episode. No, I purposely did it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, yeah. We said, yeah, we know. I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we what? also brought up the main character syndrome and the trans LA girl. Transplant. Um, transplant. The LA Influencer Cougar, girl who's from the Midwest. What she's doing, LA yeah. Cougar. And we did it with intention. I did it with intention for sure. I mean, I have no problem knocking on a, a girly from the Midwest. Yeah, so, but it's that's the truth. It's like going back to... What we said, I don't regret anything that I said. No, I think it's just our culture. Like, that's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And so, um, am, I, am I racist? No. No. But. You were speaking facts. Some people really like the Hailey Bieber one. A lot of they people were like, did go like. Go off, yes. Yeah, but it's true. Like, that. No, it epi- is. It's really weird. That episode was, I think it was very informative. And I think. I think a lot of people took educational things from that. Like. Many people may not know about that side of L.A. They may only see the L.A. cool girl side of it. Yeah. Um, and not the the parts that you've experienced and actual locals and of Los know, Angeles. And, you know, being that that was our second episode, we had a very we had a very NorCal presence who yeah. does not did not really understand that L.A. side. Yeah. You know, they kind of that's like the only side that they see, I guess you can say. I, I had a couple L.A. natives um, actually reach out to me and they were like, it's very interesting to hear your guys' take on Los Angeles, like this area, Southern California, because I've lived here my whole life and I've never seen it this way. Or I've never seen it otherwise, you know, and for you to say like that this is something different or that this is something you've never seen or experienced before. Like it was really interesting to hear about that. So I think everybody got a little bit of something from that episode. Oh, of course. At least I, I hope. No, I absolutely enjoyed that mm-hmm. episode. I think it. It definitely shaped how we wanted to share our opinions. That was a good episode too, because we got a little feisty there. We got a little messy. I feel like more me than you. I was pop. I you was, were popping the fuck off. I was yelling. You were screaming. I was screaming. <laughs> anyway, roll the clip. Roll the clip. First ick 
is guys who buy candy. Guys who buy candy? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the guys from say we're hot. <gasps> Not at my school. Oh my God, like I feel so much pressure to dress really nice here. And it's like you think everybody's dressed nice, but they're not. Bitch, Latinas, Cholas, black women have been doing this for since I think the fucking 80s. Or <laughs> all right, that's all of the episodes. We reviewed the footage from every single episode of season one. Oh my Guys. poor babies. Season one will always have a special place in our heart. No, I think so. That's so, I, lo I love season one. Yeah. I think we we kind of just went on this like roller coaster, different emotions, different topics. Um, we I feel like we covered a lot about ourselves. That was our, that was our goal, though. That like, was that was the episode or that was a season goal about us. Yeah, because season one, Omar and I kind of said season one, we want to paint a picture. We want to explain to the audience who we are, why we are the way we are. And hopefully we've covered the bases enough to where you have a general idea of us now if you didn't already. Um, and season two, we're planning on not totally switching it up, but we're no longer going to linger in the past. Hopefully we are going to talk about so many future, so many more things about the future, the present, goals. the now, the future. We want it like, like you said, we wanted to paint that picture and let our audience know mm -hmm. who you are listening to. That was the goal for season one. Before yeah. you go ahead and invest in us for season two. Yes. If correct. You if you do. If you do. You should. But this is this is us. This is season one. We like we've captured our childhood, um, our teenage years, our youth, our careers now, our yeah. relationships, our family dynamic. So you know the type of people that we are and Hopefully. what we're and what we're gonna give you. Mm -hmm. Um and and most importantly, our dynamic. As co-host. Yeah. yeah. Our dynamic as co-host, I think. It's evolved. We, we've we evolved and we've definitely, hopefully solidified to our audience the type of co-host we are with one another. Yeah. What type of podcast this is. Period. And hopefully it's your cup of tea because season two, we're going to fucking bring it. Oh, I'm so excited for season two. The rebrand. I love a rebrand. I'm so excited for season two. I have so many ideas already. Just so you guys are aware, season two, we are going to be doing um, some video. Finally, we, we're get, we'll get the video We're going to be doing video. We are going to be bringing in guests for season two. Guests in the pod. We have so many guests lined up. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to... We've got a good lineup. We are going to crack down and we are going to grill some people. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for guests on the and podcast. We are actually... Um, season two, one of our goals is to actually film in multiple locations. Yeah. So a little bit of traveling from your co-host we'll see yeah we also want to get some merch out yeah so do you actually want to tell them danny do you want to tell them the surprise you do it so <laughs> for our audience and our listeners who have actually stayed with us for episode 10 um you know season finale we are actually going to be dropping a giveaway we're going to be doing a merch box uh we're going to post it on our social media and basically what we're going to do is pick a winner and we're going to give you guys a free merch box to go ahead and rep us and then in the future we are going to be dropping a merch website so if you guys like us do you guys enjoy us do you guys like our little quotes and stuff like that we're going to be dropping t-shirts hats other miscellaneous items so we hope you guys 
like follow subscribe buy our merch and keep an eye out keep watch our eye, socials keep an eye out for season two and like we said we are going to be giving you guys a little christmas special gift a christmas special will be happening in between now our season finale and our season two launch we're planning on launching season two january of 2023 so stay tuned so stay tuned but look out for our christmas special we'll give you something to hang on to while we're gone don't forget to rate us leave us a review mm-hmm. follow us on social make sure your friends follow us on socials so at president's club podcast mm-hmm. i think that's it oh no it's, it's the last so one it's the last no. one of the season when you guys see us next it'll be our faces it's the last one of the season are you ready yeah one two three meeting, meeting adjourned. adjourned bye, bye. guys